0: Well, welcome to Vision Women 2020. Um, I'm very glad that we're all gathering together again. I have to say that I do enjoy a summer break, but um, been a bit of an odd summer this summer. Um, oh, of all, yes, odd in many, many ways. Um, but I am really glad that we are starting our year out together. And uh, as I said on Sunday. Um, I've really, the theme that I've really felt for us to explore this year um, is rhythms for life and um, I will get into a little bit more detail about that this evening and just set the scene for that Um, but what we might do before we do that is I will uh, pray um, and just really invite the Lord to be with us this evening. He will have been even in the midst of bingo Um, but uh, just good to commit our time to him. So Heavenly Father, we do just really thank you for another year as we begin it together as Vision women. Lord, we just um, just pause and take a breath and just invite the sense of your holy Spirit to be with us here this evening. Lord, we know that um, you are able to speak clearly to us. That you love each one of us individually and perfectly. And so, this evening, God, as we come both to spend time with one another, but also, God, to hear from you, we just really do invite you to have your way in us. And we do that for this year too, God. We just invite you to have your way in us individually but also in us as a group Lord I pray that this would be a year of deepening connections with one another Lord the opportunity just to encourage one another and speak life to one another and God we just really want to hear from you around uh, this idea of rhythms for life Jesus, you said that you came that we might have life and have life in abundance. And so, God, whatever season we're in, whether there are things that we're facing that are difficult or, in fact, this already feels like a year where there's a sense of flourishing, God, we know that you meet us right where we are. And that God, you are able to speak to us practically as well as um, minister to our hearts, God. So we just thank you, and we open our ears and our hearts to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. I will put my glasses on. Hi, Jan. So as I said, this year we will have an overarching theme actually across all of our women's meetings, both our daytime and our evening meetings of Rhythms for Life. And really what I feel that the Lord has been talking to me about in my own life but for us as a group of women is looking at the various rhythms in our life that help us to live well and with intention. And I've been thinking a bit about rhythms and how they appear just in the midst of life in general. And actually, when you think about it, healthy rhythms do actually sustain life. Literally, healthy rhythms in our body sustain our life, and healthy rhythms in creation sustain the vitality and the life of the world that God created. But actually, I think that the rhythms that we intentionally partner with God in our lives to establish and to maintain can also promote for us a sense of peace and purpose. And you might use different terminology. Um, You might talk about it in terms of habits or intentions or patterns um, and choices that you make in your life. But it's this idea that when we have these healthy rhythms in our life, they help us to keep balance. They help us to make room spiritually and mentally for God in our lives. They help us to make priorities and um, to maintain our physical and our emotional and our mental and our spiritual health. And when you look at how God created the world right from the foundation of it you see that we were created in the midst of rhythm. So when you read the creation story it describes each of the things that God created each day and then it would say and it was morning and it was evening the first day. And then it would go through it goes through the next set of things that he Um, created on the next day and it says and it was morning and it was evening the second day and so there's this rhythm it's established and then one of the first rhythms that God actually established for for us as human beings other than the life-sustaining rhythms of our body like our heartbeat and um, the way that our body operates in rhythm um, was this idea of the rhythm of work and rest and he modeled that in the way that he Um, Created the world, so he worked on for six days and then he rested on the seventh, and actually gave that as an instruction to us as mankind that we needed that rhythm in our life of work and rest. And I was thinking about what are some of the things that I guess upset our. Rhythms, if you like, and certainly in the times of scripture being written, and in any ancient cultures, and even pre industrialization, there was because most people were agriculturally based societies, they were actually much more attuned to the rhythms of life than we are now. So um, they were attuned to daytime and nighttime, and that um, dictated how long they could work for. Um, They were attuned to the seasons and what both they could grow and therefore what their bodies could consume in season. Um, They were... They were really the rhythms of creation they were actually in sync with. But in our modern culture, we have artificial light, which basically means that we can... Well, we could work 24/7, and it enables us with artificial light to be up much later. I mean, I don't know any of you who enjoy camping. I kind of enjoy camping sometimes, but just that whole thing of that—if you don't—if you're not on a powered campsite, as soon as the sun goes down, you actually. Go to sleep and just those even the circadian rhythms that happen and get affected for us by artificial light and these days even more so with um our technology with the blue light that comes with our phones and ipads and all of the and televisions that upset our levels of melatonin in our body and then affect our ability to sleep um and then we've obviously got ability to produce vegetables and fruit all year round now. And so we're not necessarily even consuming. I mean, many cultures and in terms of physical health in, in, in our bodies, actually our bodies need different things in the different seasons of um, um, winter autumn summer spring like what we actually need nutrients wise is different but we don't really we're not impacted by that anymore because we can eat strawberries all year round Um, we can get things that are out of season Um, And as I said, even with technology, there's the blue light aspects of technology, but there's also just this artificial ability to stay connected, in inverted commas, 24-7 with people, Um, just that never room and space, just constant noise. And so... I feel like in our culture, it really has been possible for us to unwittingly lose our rhythm, and um, you will many of you will know if you've um, heard me share before that one of my favorite passages in scripture um, in the message paraphrase is Matthew eleven and I just want to read that to you because again, I feel that this is an invitation to get our rhythm back so this is jesus speaking and he says are you tired worn out burned out on religion come to me get away with me and you'll recover your life i'll show you how to take real rest walk with me and work with me watch how i do it learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So what I really hope for us this year as a group of women is that we can honestly have a look at our lives, each of us, and get a little rhythm back. And I've found the idea of rhythms rather than the idea of intentions or patterns or habits quite a helpful thing in my own life recently. I think the thing I like about rhythms is it's not a set of hard and fast rules um, and that actually rhythms can change. And the way that I was thinking about that as a runner is that what my, the rhythm of my heart rate at rest is very different to the requirement and rhythm of my heart rate if I'm on a run. And I think that's the same in our lives. There'll be different seasons, different, if you like, different pace, different requirements, the rhythms that we have in our life. And so really right up front, um, as we explore some of these things, I hope in more detail this year together, what I don't want to have us fall for the trap of is thinking that there's some one size fits all perfect rhythm program that if we all just plug ourselves into it that we will have greater peace and purpose in our lives you know what is a helpful set of rhythms in my life may be quite different to what is a helpful set of rhythms in your life and then even within my own life rhythms that were serving me really well 12 to 18 months ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago may not be serving me very well now. That actually what we need does change. And I don't know about you, but that's often one of the ways I realize I'm a bit bit slow on the uptake and I will regularly just keep plodding along with something and a rhythm that actually is just no longer working. Well, because, well, that was my habit and that's what I'll do. But I've actually taking the opportunity at times to have a reflection on that and think about is this rhythm working in my life still? Is this what I still need? So for our purposes this year, I want to maybe maybe feels a little artificial but what I want to do when we're considering the rhythms of our life is to just think about it in terms of four broad categories lots of things fall into these categories and I'll say up front these four broad categories are not my idea Um, I read an excellent book towards the end of last year because it was really what I needed in my life by a woman called Rebecca Lyons which is called Rhythms of Renewal And she talks about four broad categories um, for healthy rhythms in our life. And she talks about two types of rhythms that are input rhythms. They're things that feed us. They're things that fill us up. And then two output or overflow rhythms, things where as we are filled up, then we are actually more able to give out and look outward. And so those are rest, and restore, and connect, and create. So rest, restore, connect, and create. And over this year, I hope that we'll have some sessions looking at various things. Um, I've got a number of things I'd love to do that even get quite practical about um Learning some new skills together and looking at these different rhythms in our life. So rest is the first input rhythm, um, and I would say it's a for good reason that it's a first input rhythm, in that really it's a foundational rhythm in our life that um, it needs to be established in our life. Really, for any of these other rhythms to work well in our life and. I think the thing, though, is that most of us would understand the importance of the rhythm of rest. We understand that there's a biblical mandate to have Sabbath rest in our life. We understand that there's an invitation to enter into God's rest, um, which obviously is both at a salvation point, but also has a practical outworking in our life in that we we need rest. We all know that but I don't know how great we are always at practicing that. And this, I don't wanna make a generalization, but I think as women in particular, because we're often juggling or have juggled in our life a lot of different things, it's actually almost hard sometimes other than sleeping at night to give ourselves permission to rest. And so rest obviously includes sleep, but it isn't exclusively sleep and resting from work is a component of rest but rest is much more than simply leisure and again I think as a culture we're great at leisure not necessarily good at entering into real rest as Jesus talks about in um, Matthew 11 and so All I'm going to do today is throw a couple of ideas of what fits into this category. What I'm going to do once I've shared with you is that I actually have a sheet for you to to spend a little bit of time this evening, not long, but just enough time to have a reflection yourself on what things are in your life already that might fit into these categories. But these are just some examples. So the other thing actually before I run through a bit of a list is that I think the other thing is that rest does silence the constant noise around us. And you would see that rhythm at work in Jesus's life all the time. So he would be in the midst of a crowd healing everyone who came to him and then he would withdraw away to a silent and um, solitary place with the Father for rest, for restoration, for, for a breather. And so Jesus actually practiced that rhythm very clearly in his own ministry so rest may include practices like building up good sleep hygiene now is that a terminology you know it doesn't mean going to bed clean it it, it's the practices that we can put in place rhythms that we can establish in our life that help us get the best sleep possible Um, so looking at what are we doing to ensure that we get good sleep Um, it might be mental strategies like taking a time for a tech detox where you just put your phone away for 24 hours and just don't have anything to do with technology at all and just getting rid of that constant noise it may be Um, if you're someone who has the radio or the news on in the background or the television going, that you actually just take time to consciously get rid of all the noise for a short period of time just for the purposes of rest. It obviously includes spiritual practices like the Sabbath and our quiet times and seeking silence and solitude in our life then we have restore which um, is the second of the two input rhythms so restore is about replenishing us so it means physically emotionally mentally spiritually other words that you might use for restore might be refresh or rejuvenate Um, it certainly brings with it a sense of health and vigor and I would put into this restore um, rhythms category things like physical exercise, um, hobbies, learning to play again, like not just because we have to do something, but just for the frivolity of doing something that we love to do. Um, It might be looking at how we're fueling our body or spending some intentional time actually addressing emotional and mental stress that we've just been putting off and hoping it will go away. It could be getting out in nature. Um, I know for lots of people, just getting out into the middle of nature is a very, re, re, almost ca- kind of goes into both the rest and the restore category. Um, it might be challenging yourself to learn something new. If you haven't learned dancing, maybe you'd like to do that. Um, And it may even include practices of how to organize your life a bit better and strategies for um, diary keeping or, you know, like it may be very practical things that restore and replenish and just help rejuvenate how life is running for you. And then the next two rhythms then are these output rhythms Um, I've used this analogy before but in our breath we don't just breathe in we don't just breathe out we have to do both and this our life and our rhythms in life should reflect that as well that we are wanting to have things that input into our life but also the opportunity to look outwards for the flow out towards other people so the first of the output rhythms is connect Um, And I don't know about you, but definitely when I am more rested and looking after my physical, emotional, mental health, then my capacity to look outwards is much better. Like I've got much more margin for that and the ability to look for and pursue connection with others. But, you know, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, whether you're somebody who's normally shy and doesn't like to say very much or you won't let other people get a word in edgeways um, we all need meaningful connection in our life. We are, we are designed for relationship obviously with our Heavenly Father but with one another. We are meant to be in community together and again scripture um, repeatedly reflects the importance of connection and community. And I think that Interestingly, whilst um, Rebecca describes connection as an output rhythm and I understand why, I kind of see it as something that creates a bit of a loop because as we give out and pursue relationship, um, we actually also benefit from those connections and that relationship with people physically, emotionally, mentally and spiritually. I mean there are some incredible scientific studies that really back up our need for meaningful um, connection in terms of emotionally in terms of the power of a hug or a gentle touch Um, just um, we are wired for connection. And so part of connection in our life may look like building relationships with some safe people in our life where we will share with vulnerability that doesn't mean we go around and tell everybody everything about us but we all need safe people in our lives where we will hear their story and give them space to feel known and also that they will hear our story and give us space to feel known um you may um, look at your life and think there are rhythms that need to be back in place that prioritise relationships again. That might be as simple as things like reading bedtime stories to kids or rescheduling date nights or going for a walk with a good friend. Like, but establishing these rhythms that help us to nurture and also look for connection and to, to give out. And then the final one is create. I have to say when I read this one first, I struggled with that. I don't actually think of myself as a particularly creative person. And so create isn't necessarily around art and handicrafts and pottery or composing music, but it may include that. But at a much more fundamental level, this rhythm of create in our lives is about using the gifts and the talents and the skills and the calling that God has placed on our lives and in us to partner with him. To He is the creator. And so actually all of us, because it says we're created in his image, all of us have the invitation and the capacity to partner with him in being creative and blessing him and the world around us with those gifts and talents that we have in our life. And so I think one of the reasons that I'd never considered myself a creative person is that I, just my definition was too narrow, you know, because I couldn't draw or paint and hated art at school because my Picture never looked like the thing we were trying to draw, or, um, but actually, there are other ways that that creativity is expressed in my life. Um, and I think that one of the other important things to say, which is what makes this an output rhythm rather than input rhythm, is that in this um, sense, create the create rhythm is not so much about self-expression you may find that in fact self-expression through art or through um other creative means stitching that may actually fall into a restore rhythm for you sometimes where in fact it's an input thing it's a Oh, i 'm just getting a breath by um, by p- participating in something creative or i mean um, Bev for many years was a potter, just that ability to get your hands on clay and feel the textures of it, and that in fact there there is something that 's restorative about that as well so when we're talking about these create rhythms as an output rhythm, we're not looking merely at the things that give us self-expression, but more about creating with God. And so therefore for some people that'll be expressed in business or entrepreneurial kind of ventures. It may be expressed in ministry or teaching or parenting or in your workplace. Like it, it, um, It doesn't have to be what we would traditionally think of as creative. And so um, because establishing rhythms takes practice and it does take intention, um, what I want to do this evening is just before we have um, supper together is just to give you a bit of time to have a reflection on this in your own life. Um, I think we will probably take 20 minutes. If you want a bit longer, there's definitely the time there for that. And the reason I want to do it here is because if you're like me, I'll think that I'll go home and do it and then I don't. And so I just want to – no one else, we're not actually – unless you decide over a cup of tea to have a chat about it, we're not going to get into groups afterwards and have a talk about it. I would encourage you to find people – um, whether it's in our context or within your life, to have a chat about that and the rhythms that you have perhaps identified. Well, let me start there first. What I'm wanting you to do is to consider what rhythms are working well in your life. When you look at these four kind of broad categories – Can you look at those and think, you know what, I actually think that really rest is something that has been quite well established in my life, but um, I kind of think there's something missing in this create rhythms or – but I would also like you to have a look at well, where, where are things working well, where are things maybe not working well, either because they're completely absent or because there are rhythms that are just no longer serving you well in this season. Um, and, yeah, I, I think for me when I started thinking about this in my life, there is something really good about some automated habits or rhythms, but sometimes that causes us to not take stock and actually have a think about what, what, um, what's happening in our life and even not realising until, uh, for me, I started looking at this and I, it became really clear why there were a few things that I was struggling with because there were just some areas that really I'd been neglecting. And so I might get a couple of people just to help me hand those around. There's plenty of space. I'll put on a bit of quiet music with no words. Um, and if uh, we can just pass those even just up and down the row. I've got another lot. take there and then pass them um, back. So I just want you to take some time, um, spread out, Um, as I said, I think we'll take about 20 to 30 minutes if you're finding you want a bit more time and then we'll just enjoy some supper together this evening. Um, yeah, so I might pray over us just before you do that. And, um, Father, I just pray that as we consider, Lord, the rhythms in our life this evening, we, we do so with you, Lord, you, know us intimately you know how we're wired you know where we're at what season we're in and you know exactly what we need so father i just really pray that um, you would help us as we look um, at these questions this evening and that god you would highlight to us god those things, God, that are working well and those things, Father, that you're just wanting to bring a sense of life and rhythm back to for us. So we thank you, God, and just um, trust you to speak clearly to us. In Jesus' name, amen. I do say this on the sheet, but I think one of the pitfalls of doing this kind of thing is is suddenly listing everything that's (laughs) not working well or um, if you're feeling that you're completely out of rhythm. And I say this in the sheet. This isn't about tackling everything at once because that never works, really. It's much better to establish one thing at a time well. Um, So trust God to show you what's on the top of the pile for you. Um, And, uh, yeah, and then we'll have some fun together this year just having a look at some of these things and... um, you know, hopefully actually being able to share some of the wealth of knowledge that we just have in the room here about um, how we manage the rhythms of life. So, great.